Hey guys, this is Justin A again, just uh, playing cover song What's New Pussycat by Leo Morakale, one of my personal favorite favorite guys who does metal covers. Yeah. And today's guest is Gato Rojo. It is a fun one, guys. There is a lot. Yeah. Gato. Yeah. Gato, wait. Come, well, come on, Gato. Just be patient. Wait your turn. I know. We'll get to you really, really quick. Okay, Gato? Yeah. I know, I know. You you can be be a little more impatient at the at times. But this interview is really, really fun, guys. It's a really in-depth talk talk to where to where Gato. We talk about his his character. We talk about him. We talk about wrestling. We talk about lots of interesting interesting things. I just want to get get to my advertisers real quick, and we can drop the uh, drop the show after that. Go to theloveshop.com or .ca, guys, for all your uh, personal toy needs. You know, Christmas times coming up. Go check them out because you know what, your partner's gonna love whatever you you we we get there. And look at it at attitude. We're together, guys, because it is fun. It is. And just go look at this stuff because everybody likes likes to have a little bit of fun in the uh, in the bedroom there. If you need any artwork done for anything, go check out Solid Wood Designs, guys. If you need a logo done up, if you need help with a website, you need some graphic wood design work done, go check out at Solid Designs on Instagram and tell him Gilmy sent you because he's a very very talent talented fellow there. And go check out bats in the belfry art and instagram it's just a cool site has a lot a lot of amazing transformer stuff on it and and she is a fantastic friend of the uh, of the of the show go check out her stuff she's very talented and if you don't like trans transformers there's other stuff there other stuff there there too and check out tabby lynn's facebook page for all your sensory needs because nobody wants a house to stink Today I think we have the uh, peppermint, kind of a Christmassy uh, smell theme going on on at at the Gilmet household, and it's very 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 nice. No, normally I'm I'm not a huge fan fan of the mints, but this one's very mellow, nice smelling, and keeps the scent away from the dogs and their and their and their cats. Just gonna say thank you to Gatto for coming on. Doing doing this uh doing this podcast it was really really fun hope everybody enjoys it and if you got 30 seconds go to the Apple podcast sites and just check out the give me a five star rating review anything it helps boost boost Gilmy talks up those magic Apple al- algorithms every time I get a review I get a huge bump in numbers I get pushed pushed up up the uh, up the uh, charts and I appreciate every single one of you who takes the uh, just 30 seconds and uh, does, does that for me because it really helps out the show it boosts my av- my advertiser stuff as as they well and we got to keep the uh, keep the uh, lights on right there guys now and here's Gato Gato Rojo guys well enjoy Good morning, good evening, good night. How's everybody doing out there? This is Gilmy back again, and I have an amazing guest right right now. I have Gato Rojo on the on the on the on the, on the line here. <laughs> how's it? How's it? How's it? 
how's your day going there, going there, Gatto? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, bit that good, eh? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, well, first, uh, first, uh, a question I what well, well, I do want to ask: Where did you start? Uh, where did you get that initial spark to follow a dream in professional wrestling? Okay, okay, okay. I'll stop yelling for a second here. Uh, <laughs> well, it's, I don't know, it's, for, for me, it's like, well, every, you know, for regards to, you know, self-expression, it's kind of like everything that I, you know, everything that's about me. It's like I, well, I wouldn't be pursuing it if it wasn't. But, I don't know, there's a... You know, regards to presentation, regards to over topness, regards to uh, uh, you know the you know, for, first off, like like the thing that draws to me is the the costuming and the gear, and that's just something that I'm a very visual person, and you know that's something that always draws me in, and then you know and then it comes down to you know the action and the fun and, and like you know people and looks and. I, I like it when I see a match and people are, are, are having fun and you can see it. And um, it's a draw for me. It was always a draw for me when I was growing up. And because it was, uh, for me personally, I liked wrestling a lot more than comic books and superheroes and all that. Because the wrestling is real. The wrestlers are real. It's all really happening. As opposed to, you know, Superman, Batman. It's all just kind of movies and comic books. And, you know, they're not you know, it's not something that actually really happened to me. Wrestling is something that was real, and it, it had everything that made that made comic books and superheroes exciting. But it was actually a lot realer than a superhero. And like for me, uh, you know, kind of like my own, you know, fantasizing growing up. Like I fantasized about growing up to be a wrestler because it was something that you know was real and something you know achievable even though at the time it felt like it was something I could never do or something I achieve because I wasn't anywhere near where a wrestling ring would be where I grew up and all that. So, it, you know, uh, but it was just something that, that kind of, when you see it when you're young and then it kind of stays with you. And then, you know, once you actually do get that opportunity, you, you jump on it. And well, I do. Well, I I, I do gotta ask where where did you get your your initial uh, training? Where, where did I start training? Yes. There we go. Thank you. Uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, well, I started uh, actually um, in London. Actually, I had a good friend. His name was Scott McEwen. Uh, I befriended oh, him. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know you know Scott. Yep. Uh, yes. And he gave me, uh, I became friends with him, and uh, he, uh, for those who don't know, um, uh, he has a private ring at his home, and it's a, uh, it's a great environment, it's a very uh, nice ring, I could bump in it all day. Uh, so, you know, it gave me a place where I can learn the foundations, you know, and that's where I learned to bump and in regards to moving around the ring and, you know, and, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, the very basics of it. And then, you know, I was going back and forth between there and the Toronto area for, for a bit. And then I eventually ended up uh, in Square Circle training uh, for some time for about a year. And I trained there 
and uh, towards the end of it, uh, towards uh, you know my in, in a time tra- uh, training at Squared Circle, I uh, worked for on and off for about a year, and uh, I, and I did about altogether about fifteen matches. At, at that at that time, it's like you know, I um, I had a you know a, a vision of what I was to be. Like I had the cat gimmick then for a bit, and uh, I happened, I went under the name T Gray Battle Cat, which I look back at it as like I really struggled to actually come uh, find a good name that I liked. But you know, I was kind of felt unfortunate. I was kind of stuck with that, so because I didn't come up with anything better. So during that time, it's. Uh, yeah, I kind of like, you know, struggled to find my place or like, and, and I was kind of like, I was dealing with some kind of personal stuff at the time. So, uh, well, I, uh, I am a gay man and I was kind of like having some kind of like, you know, comfort issues. Uh, uh, it's more my own issue than, you know, than, than other people. So, but uh, it was, it was just something I kind of like, you know, to be open and honest with people was something that really held me back. And so I kind of, unfortunately, uh, when I left wrestling, I'm unhappy uh, because of things that were going on. So then, um, and uh, so I took, you know, a few years break. And then, unfortunately, I got injured in the process playing hockey. And then it kind of took me some time to get back. Uh, but then uh, I, found, I found a spark again and I started training uh, Rip, Rip Impact and helped with uh, Hamilton Pro Wrestling. Uh, that was about a year ago. I started like, you know, getting back in there, started like trying stuff again and then kind of like finding my way. And then at the same time, finding my character again. And then I kind of find, find honed it. And I really honed into it a lot more than I did before. I actually became more than just a guy in a cat costume. I actually really became a cat. And it's, you know, I kind of let my inhibitions and kind of like uh, let myself really go at it and just kind of like, you know, lose myself in headspace type thing and in my character. That's when at that time, at that time, I, you know, kind of worked really hard and getting, you know, comfortable around people and kind of opening up and being more honest and, you know, about who I am and, you know, where I come from type of thing. So I've been, um, you know, that's where I've been kind of working out for the last little while. And, you know, over the past year, I've been like getting back into the circuit and kind of like getting the note and, uh, you know, getting work again. And things are finally kind of clicking for me. It's kind of like, yeah, I still have a long way. I still have a ways to go to smooth things out. But with regards to how I, who I am as a wrestler, um, it's uh, I'm feeling a lot more than what I did before, and it feels great. Uh, it's for me a very, very liberating thing to be where I am now. So uh, all I can do is just keep looking forward at this point and keep training, keep working, and do do some good shit. Awesome, man. I'm very glad to hear that you're becoming more comfortable and more your, yourself out. out, uh, out there. I, I couldn't do I couldn't do it uh, with the people in wrestling uh, and my partner as well. And like uh, with and I've also been kind of like seeking, uh, you know, professional help to kind of like get some, you know, direction in regards to in my head and like, you know, how to kind of like deal kind of face my you know past head on. i mean there's you know i mean we all have problems with our you know with our past but you know for me i had to really face it head on and to kind of like deal with it and then move on and not let these issues kind of hold me back anymore i'm doing a lot better job with it now than i have before so i just have to 
keep being open and keep being on, being honest about what's in my head. So when I go out there, I can give it. Yeah. So it's it's you know, it feels good. Very very glad to uh, hear that, man. Yes. Now, yeah. that's what I'm scared me out, just remind people who I am. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> Well, I do got to ask, what since coming back back as a as Gato Rojo, what what has has been your uh, your favorite match to date? Uh, well, it was actually I, I, actually it was uh, kind of like before Gato became Gato. Uh, I was still Tigre, and uh, back in 2013, uh, July 17th. That's my guess. I'm not too sure exact date. Uh, but it was actually in St. John's, Newfoundland. I was at Club One, and I was at uh, the very first show for Newfoundland Pro Wrestling. And uh, it was me in a three-way. It was opening match. It was me, Marcus Burke, and uh, Roy. Jesus, uh, I, f- I forget his ring. I, I remember his uh, shoot name, but I forget his uh, ring name. Uh, but anyway, it was a three-way match, and uh, you know, my sister and a couple of friends were uh, from home were there, and uh, it was a blast. I was like, that was probably one of the best crowds that I've ever like. People in St. John's, whenever they have you know so- something happen there, because, uh, people really appreciate it because I mean, you know, we don't really get a lot of acts, or we don't get a lot of bands in town, or we don't really have a lot of uh, things. Because I mean, Newfoundland's fairly, you know, it's edge of the world type of place so it's and it's very expensive to kind of get people out there so uh people just loved it uh they were hot the entire show and you know to open up for it and to be the opening match for them and like you know to have such a great response and you know it's i kind of you know discover some things myself uh regards to before regards to performance and all that it was you know for me one of my you know, greatest memories in, in wrestling. And no, I, I, you know, it's, it's, it, it was a positive thing, uh, you know, to think about. So, so that's, so that's, uh, kind of my all time favorite. Uh, the last couple of matches I've done for demand Lucha have been great. Uh, it's kind of like they've, uh, really gave me an outlet to kind of like discover, uh, you know, who Gato is. So, uh, I'm, you know, very fortunate to, uh, uh, be working for uh, working with them, and uh, you know, hopefully, uh, relationship stays good, and you know, we uh, keep going. Yeah, because you were actually in London the other the the other day at the Tequila Ex yeah Expo, and yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, I, I, was, I it was great. Yeah, I could not actually make it to that one because life, um, but I yeah, did. I uh, when demand lucha or crossbody any of any of those guys come to come to london i do my i do my very best to go go check them out because london needs more and more wrestling i i think but uh well yeah i well kind of most most places need more wrestling so uh i don't know i you know hope i can uh you know get a few uh more bookings out that way so because i mean it's I don't know. The crowd was great. I loved it. So, you know, oh. they had was such a great response uh, from the people. So, uh, yeah. So, I don't know. Hopefully, you know, I get a few more bookings out that way. So, okay. uh, I do got to ask next uh, next question here. What do you like to see in a wrestling match yourself? 
vibrant characters. I'm a very, I don't, uh, I'm a very character-oriented uh, person. Uh, it's what makes me remember it. Uh, again, uh, cool moves are good, and like you know, smooth wrestling is great. Uh, but you know, but give it a month, are you going to remember what happened? Not re- uh, like personally, me, no. It's kind of like as I, you know, watch so much wrestling. It's kind of like you know, I see kind of, you know stuff happening all the time but with regards to making something memorable and like you know memorable personalities are like there's that's that's the thing that's the thing that's going to make for me to enjoy a match is something either is something with a character or something visual it's it's something that kind of creates that lasting memory uh, so I, I mean it's i mean in in, in this you know, what i'm saying isn't really anything specific but it's just something that just makes you remember what the hell happened even though you don't remember the entire match but you, that's something that just sticks with you yeah that's what i that's what you know regards to what i want to see in the match and that's what and you know regards to when i work you know work a match and you know i tried like you know my my few spots of you know other uh audience engagement or something kind of character based you know that's that's the thing where people are gonna remember me by so kind of what i want to see so something colorful something vibrant hopefully uh you know that's that's what it does for me so it's you know i'll you know i you remember all the you know you think of all the wrestling that you watch growing up and you think of what you remember yeah you remember like you know the you know you, you, you remember finishing moves because you've seen it like so often or whatever but it's you no know, it's personalities that you remember or is the you know it's you know how how a person looks or whatever but it's kind of like this overall package and that's something that uh, you know for for me it's what i want to see so you know regards to guys doing kind of like you know uh I don't know, you know a busy match and you know i don't remember any of it you know or it lowers or something i don't see or that's you know something that kind of loses me sometimes so that's kind of you know, important to me in a match. <laughs> yeah, uh, because uh, one thing I really, this is just my personal thing, one thing I love to see is just like an old school face lock or some chain chain wrestling because that, you don't see that kind of stuff at, well, on most shows any, any anymore. And I just really like watching, yes, uh, super kicks are great, suicide dives are great, 450 splashes are great, but I miss the actual wrestling as, 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 aspect some 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 times on these on these shows. Or, uh, well, yeah, yeah, I hear you there, and uh, it's like I've I've been I've seen many matches where uh, I see a dive happen, and you know I don't really see much of a response from people, and I see it, and it's kind of like well, it's you know, and and it's something as regards to a very compelling spot, it looked really and it looked really great. Yeah. But, but people, it just you know people aren't like you know I, you know pick your audience type thing for what you're doing uh that does make a huge difference but yeah just kind of like being able to see what's what's happening and being able being able to take time to digest what's going on in the match that's a very critical thing yeah i totally hear you there chain wrestling gives you time to see what to uh you know see what wrestlers do and it's a t- you know it's a bit of time you know time for 
you know, the audience to breathe for a bit and kind of take in what's going on. Um, yeah, that's something, uh, and regards to, uh, you know, you don't see as much change. Well, you, you did see it, uh, but at the same time, there's, you know, less of it. You know, a lot, a lot of people, there's a lot of people in the audience that may not necessarily, uh, you know, uh, get into chain wrestling like they get more into chair shots or whatever they ju- they're just dying for somebody co- to come with a chair swing in to end you know <laughs> so yeah it, that's the thing is kind of one thing i really like enjoy about wrestling is the fact that you know there's so much about wrestling and not all of it i like 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 for, like personally for you i i like lucha libre is my favorite it's like the present like you know everything about it like you know i you know watch so much of it and i'm kind of like a kind of a nerd for it uh and uh but i don't like everything about it uh a lot of a new a lot of what i watch now it happens so fast that i can't really see what happens and it's kind of like you don't even have time to kind of like say oh that was great oh nope move on to something else. oh something else so and almost kind of like they're almost like at the point where you know there are no selling canadian destroyers that and it's just like it's ha- it's, it's happening as much as hip tosses now so but you know i often go back to uh older lucha libre because there's the characters are just so engaging just so fun to oh, yeah. watch like, oh uh... my god it's I, I, I could go back and uh, I can think of Kendo. Kendo is one of my favorite and Super Astro. Super Astro, yeah. I could watch all day. He, he's just like, and he, he's one of my favorites because not only he's just so fun to watch and like in regards to everything he does, the movements and just like character and just like engagement, everything he does, but he's also a big dude. And he's a big dude that, you know, people, people say, you know, regards to you know, Lucha Libre, they think it's a small, it's first thing for small guys because doing all flying around flipping and all that it's like you watch super astro the guy who trained he trained Rey mysterio who trained conan and trained so many of who we know and it's like he was a big dude and it's kind of like it was amazing it's amazing to go back and watch and see what he was doing and it's kind of like it's very inspiring uh, and and like for me and oh i kind of like you know sidetracking here for a bit uh <laughs> but you know in wrestling, there's so much, and there's so many ways to make people smile. And you know, for me, it's kind of like I have my way to make people smile. It's not going to make everybody smile, but then you have somebody else on that card that make make that person smile. Uh, that sort of thing. So it's it's kind of like that's why you know you have you know a few matches, and you kind of have a few different people that you can try to reach as much as the people that pay for a ticket to enjoy what's going on. So it's, you know, it's so much variety and so much uh, kind of create like creative aspect to it. And, and when you have the freedom, then when you have the creative freedom to work what you can and it's, it's to me, it's a, it's so enjoyable and it's just like I can, you can go back and watch something different and 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 see something different all the time. As long as you you know kind of keeping exploring and keep your, you know your your vision a bit broad. I don't know, it's just so much to love about it. I love oh, it. Oh, because love it. there's like myself. I love uh, I love the hardcore stuff. I love death uh, death proof fight. Fight Club. I'm not sure if you're familiar with those guys or or not. Oh, yes, yes. But those guys are one of my favorite live shows to go to because 
you never know what you're going to expect. Uh, the crowd is always crazy, and it just it's so much fun just to be in the atmosphere and and check out check out for for a, a few minutes. But on the other hand, I also love going to see Smash when they come come to London because it's the super super indie shows and you get the high flying high risk. The the storytelling's always oh, oh, always great with with those guys. The production value is great. I love going to Kitchener, seeing Crossbody because they do another well, another uh, another uh, style, and their five dollar student shows are fantastic. And you never know who's going to going to show up there. Yeah, and you don't know like you know it's to see who's going to be uh, new and uh, kind of like yeah. you know it's got out who's who's going to be in the scene and kind of like making a name okay. for themselves so that's their first that's their avenue so we don't know you know who's yeah. going to do something different that you've never seen before so yeah. that's and there's also uh, uh, uh Ham- hamilton with their eight or nine different uh promotions everything from yeah, Ham- Ham- yeah hamilton is pretty busy now yeah. Uh, so uh, that's why I was kind of like, oh, this should get more in London to kind of like you know, spread you know, spread out the wrestling a bit. <laughs> oh yeah, because London, yeah. London, it believe it or not, is a wrestling town. The crowds are always hot. Oh and... yeah, no, I remember the uh, my my first show that I ever seen in London was the Hardcore Road Trip. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, I was yeah. I was there for that. That was insane. I've never been to any type of show like that before and to walk and I yeah, I was I was know, very, very very taken aback by it. So I was, it, it was it was very yeah. entertaining. I I loved it. Oh yeah, I was also I I was also at uh, both both the uh, hardcore hardcore road trip shows. Uh, the good one and the in, I'm going to call it the infamous one. Yes, that, I, I've seen clips of it. The, the uh, ending, yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Call, Colin Delaney doing his thing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Which was uh, it got a little crazy at the at 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 the end there, but the first show is where I met a lot of uh, a lot of the independent rest wrestlers from ontario new york the people that um i didn't actually know like uh somebody introduced me to warhead for the first time at that at that show yeah no, was... I, uh, I i i became friends with warhead over the past year and he's been like really uh super supportive in in what i'm doing and very, and very encouraging and he's he's a type that i kind of i've learned that you know uh that there's different things for uh, for different people and different and people uh, different what is it different styles for different smiles yeah uh, <laughs> uh, yeah uh, no he's and and honestly what I, what I've learned in my experience is is like the hardcore guys almost like the regards to like almost like the hardcore guys are the most progressive yes. And that's that's something that's something like you know in like coming into wrestling for the first time it's not something i would expect uh but for me not like that like now and i've kind of been around a bit uh it's something that i, that I see and i actually understand more maybe because you know hardcore guys you know have their own adversity in regards to you know people not accepting them mm-hmm. and 
you know, and you know, personally, me, I always had that feeling of not ever being accepted anywhere, or you know, and you know, something that's always kind of stuck with me. And then you know, I kind of you know look at things a little differently. It's kind of like, uh, okay, that, okay, so that makes more sense to me now. And it's, uh, I'm not a hardcore guy myself, but yeah. for me, I'm keeping my eyes and ears open, and you never know. Yeah. You never know what I get myself into. So, I mean, I, I am doing what I can while, I, while I'm still at it. So, and I'm not going to, and I'm not hard nosed about it. I'm not, I'm very, very open minded individual. So, who knows what will happen? Yeah. You know, who not, what trouble I'll get into. So, uh, are you going to the uh, New Year's uh, show for yes. a yeah. Yes, I am. Before, yeah, unfortunately, I uh, am away, but uh, it's it's uh, something I will, I will you know. Uh, what do you see see for the future for uh, Gatto? Gatto coming up. Oh, fuck if I know. Uh, <laughs> gee, I'm trying to think of my life. Uh, where, where do I see? Uh, where do I see myself? Um, uh, I, I, I guess my not not immediate goals that I have is uh, getting uh, more uh, people in uh, wrestling shows. I mean, like getting more people out watching it. And uh, and it's not necessarily me being the driver or anything, but it's more of trying to be a person that works towards making as much of an inclusive space for new people to discover wrestling. Uh, I know, you know something for me is like when I – first started like going to shows or whatever uh there were some audiences that i didn't i was intimidated by or i uh was just kind of like i you know this is not me or i don't fit in at all uh other it's other they're you know a bit redneckish or they're uh kind of like a, a you know a uh kind of like a boisterous hardcore crowd or whatever and uh you know first you know somebody new coming in like you know it's uh can be a bit of a scary thing to walk in you know kind of walk into so my my thing for me is just like trying to make as much of a space where anybody can come in and have a good time uh and you know regards to it you know if it takes me five years to do that then you know so be it uh regards to my wrestling goals uh just want to just i just want to be a great wrestler so you know in regards to you know i don't want i i i want to watch what uh my match and not you know feel you know feel i have to like pick it apart all the time that i feel that you know that oh this is the type of wrestling that you know you know i would watch this sort of thing so uh like one of my other goals uh uh, kind of work different shows and uh, like I would work for uh, a, pro- uh, a matter of pride down uh, down in Brooklyn which is an LGBT uh, promotion uh, and uh, it'd be nice to uh, kind of like you know be a part of another promotion that did something like that so I mean it's kind of to do something different and, and do you know have an avenue to do things a little more outside the box uh, and and for me, it's, I, I don't really have an exact vision of where I am going to be, you know, five years down the road. It's just more of making sure that I keep at it and I keep pushing myself and I keep, you know, throwing myself into 
what I want to do. Uh, so, you know, if it means just, you know, still being able to wrestle in five years' time uh, and still enjoy it and still love it like I do, uh, it's that's all I really want. That's what I want. Uh, so, yeah, not really, I don't know. I don't know how much of a great answer that was, but you know, that's <laughs> yeah, my bit of honesty there, I guess. Hey, honesty is always good because I'll be honest, I'm the world's worst liar. I yeah. can I cannot do it. I'm terrible at it, and I look I look kind of funny when I when when I well, I do it too. Just just want to wrap this up here, uh, yeah. and just want want to ask I I've been noticing you've been working on wrestling gear on your uh, social social media. Um, are you taking orders? Or are you just doing that uh, for for uh, fun or? Uh, I've been because this is a new venture for me. I am kind of like the you know coming up with the, the I guess the growing pains of being a gear maker. Uh, I am taking orders, but I am taking very limited orders because I'm also busy wrestling and I'm busy and you know I'm on the road. I'm training. Like I'm I'm, I'm I don't live anywhere. I don't live close to wrestling so it's you know for me to go it's you know it's drive time and all that so i've i've learned uh kind of like i have to like manage what i do uh and so i I try to i try to take a couple of orders and you know for for the projects that really excite me uh i've been uh asked for a few projects that didn't really uh entice me so i kind of you know i i you know, took a polite pass to it. Uh, but, you know, as long as, you know, as something that that, uh, that excites me to do it, that's something that challenges me, uh, something that I want to work on, and, you know, something I feel like I would do a great job on, uh, yeah, I take it. I uh, just have to kind of, like, learn how to kind of like keep a balance of things because, I mean, I got wrestling and I got my, you know, personal life and, you know, trying to, you know, keep trying not to burn myself up uh so yeah so i i do take orders but you know very kind of limited uh, a few at a you know a few at a time like over a span of a, a couple of months so and small jobs like you know if someone just wants just a straight up pair of trunks like no no decal or anything you know it'll take me a few days so i can spit those out pretty good uh but when gear gets intricate and there's you know the finer details that shit takes time and it's all custom so i building patterns you know it takes like i dra- i draft for a living so i uh you know regards to building patterns for panels and all of that is kind of something that kind of came naturally for me so that's why i i guess i kind of excelled in year making like so fast because it was kind of like that structural drying that i you know experience that i had to kind of like build things and kind of like you know then go out from there everything else is just sewing you know you you, you step on a machine and just go and you know just you know sewing happens uh but you know it's a structural part and you know the kind of like building part and that's something that you know uh, my my uh work experience kind of brought into something that you know i kind of put to uh exercise i guess or whatever uh to, you know that's um and if people want to follow you because i'm going to say it here guys he has a very interesting social media you gotta check check the, this out where can where can uh, people p- people people find you on the uh the 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 inner web ghetto just socials just socials uh, hold on I, I, I had to get this all right because I 
couldn't come up with a consistent name because just availability. So there's some underscore kind of stuff happening. Uh, so on Twitter, which is probably my most active account, uh, it's uh, at Gato underscore Rojo. That's R-O-J-O. Gato underscore Rojo underscore. Okay. okay. Instagram. It's Gato Rojo underscore. So there's only one underscore and it's at the end. It's all I could do. Uh, <laughs> and Gato Rojo on Facebook. Uh, just go, just search Gato Rojo and, you know, hopefully you find it. So I'm oh, yeah. uh, not, not really sure how to share Facebook. So just kind of, <laughs> or, or just Google Gato Rojo and you'll see all the good stuff that comes up. I know there's something like Gato Rojo uh, Cafe in like Boston somewhere. So it's not that. So search Gato <laughs> Rojo Wrestler or something. And yeah, you'll find, you'll find a good shit. So. And when I put this up, guys, guys, you know that. People who've been following me, there's going to be a nice, nice photo of it, of it, of Gato, and all, all, all the links there. So just wait for that. Uh, once again, Gato, thank you very, very much for coming on Kill Me, Kill Me Talks and making this short, short interview into an, oh, an hour, <laughs> which is awesome. Uh, yeah, I, oh, yeah. You know, I could have just meowed for five minutes and we could have called it a wrap, but oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Meow, meow, meow. Okay, so what you do, you, you include the meows from the first of it, and then I just meow, 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 meow. You take those few meows, and then you just, like, chop everything else in the middle, and there's your short interview there. Oh, yeah, because uh, I told my my wife, who I'm, 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 I'm interviewing tonight, like I always do, and yeah. she's asking, so the cat guy? So is he just going to meow at you for five minutes? And my honest answer, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> So. I, know, I could have done that, but whatever. Oh yeah. oh yeah, no, this is way more more interesting. But once again, thank you. And... Right. No, thank you for having me. Hey folks, welcome back. Thanks for listening all the way through there. That was an amazing interview. I really enjoyed talking to a to a gato. It was uh, fun. I just wanted to say a couple things: like, review, share, tell friends. If you like Yomi Talks, let people know it, know about it helps me on get more downloads more recognition get the show out to more people if you want to like the Instagram page the Facebook page I put daily funnies up and that's probably the best way way to follow the uh, podcast also got a web page uh, com. go check check that out and I just want to say one last uh, last thing guys Holden Albright former guest on the on the show is doing a toy drive the final day is December 15th. You got about, I'd say, a little under two weeks. If you wanna wanna donate, you wanna give give anything, contact myself. Go check out Holden Holden Albright on uh, Facebook and uh, and as such there. It is a great cause, great way to give back. Gift cards for Toys R Us are accepted. Any unwrapped toy from uh, for a child zero to eighteen, preferably wrestling themed, but it does not have to have to be. If you're going out, you got a, a couple extra bucks. If you are if you are in the London area, please contact me, Justin M Gilmet at gmail.com, or go to the Gilme Talks Facebook page, D and DM me there. I will figure out a way to get it to uh, Holden, whether I gotta drive down to Toronto myself. Just thank you very very much. Thank you, Gatto. And here is Cat Scratch Fever by Pantera to end the end the show.
Thanks, uh, thanks, guys.